Coming your way in just a moment, Brooke Anderson from the Kiwi Ferns about tomorrow's match from 3.35 at Eden Park against uh, Tonga. We'll also update uh, the TAB uh, odds and just see what's going on. And also uh, what's making news. I'm sure Sam has lined up some crazy things that are making news around the world. But tomorrow, the triple header, Eden Park, Pacific Championship, week number two. And the Kiwi Ferns line up after losing uh, to the Gillaroos in week number one. But they are primed and ready. And one of the fresher faces is Brooke Anderson out of the Kiwi Ferns, who will face uh, the Tongan side in only her second test. And I, I suppose that must be pretty exciting, Brooke. It is, yes. I'm very excited. Um, it's nice to, to play in Auckland as well. I think it's going to be a very hectic crowd. And, yeah, we can't wait to play. Let's talk about Brooke Anderson. I was tr- I was confused completely when I was reading up about you. Uh, having played early, early in your career, uh, Rugby Sevens for Australia. Yes, yes. Um, straight out of school, I I played for the Aussie Sevens. Um, I was with them for four years and, um, you know, through injury and everything, I sort of lost the love for the game. So I gave it up and I've only recently reconnected with sport and I started league last year. And yeah, it's just been a whirlwind ever, ever since I've started, actually. And, and, and are you happy about the change that you've made? Um, I am. I love, I love league. It's a completely different game to Sevens, um, different culture. Um, and it's a new game for me to, you know, um, to learn different things and meet new people. So I'm loving it at the moment. So I, I read that your good mate Tiana Pinatani helped drag you into the great game of rugby league. She did. So we played, we've known each other since we were young girls and we played sevens together alongside each other. And then um, she's been trying to coax me out of retirement for <laughs> years. And um, yeah, I finally, finally budged and gave it a crack last year and just happens that we're going to be up against each other on um, Saturday, which is exciting because I've never <laughs> played against her before. <laughs> yeah, but I, I read I, I read you like to go out and hurt people. So is, does she know what she's in for? Oh, yeah, she does. We've already, you know, had a bit of a chat beforehand and I just think it's going to be fun. Talk to me about good. the talk to me about the NRLW and, and the growth of that game. How How good is it? Yeah, honestly, it's crazy. Like before, before I was playing, I was, I was hooked onto the TV, and I was just like, you know, supporting mates playing, and just seeing how quickly it's grown is, it's just crazy. And I like, obviously, for all the younger girls coming up, like I'm so excited for them to now have a a proper pathway, and like there's there's an avenue for us girls, and yeah, it's exciting to see. It just keeps growing. Brooke, was there ever any rugby league connection in the family? Rugby league connection. Yeah. Um, was it always? Was it always? Was it always going to be a? Was it a rugby family? Yeah. No. It was. It was a rugby league family. It was never. It was never union in the start. I think um, back then that was the opportunity that presented itself. There was no league back then, mm-hmm. which was kind of sad. And <laughs> now that it's growing, I feel like you're going to see a lot of a lot of union girls start to make the switch. I know at heart, most people come up in league, so it's exciting having that avenue now for us. Actually, that's really interesting. We were talking about that yesterday when you were talking about Tyler Nathan Wong, right? And who has achieved much in the game of rugby union. But the attra- mm-hmm. the attraction of the NRLW might just change the decision-making for a lot of young women. Yep, yep. And it's it's really cool to see because, like, there's an option there. You're not, like, forced into one sport because, you know, one hasn't taken off. It's now... You've now got options and you can, you know, you can play the sports that you loved growing up and 
yeah, it's cool. What What is the attraction of rugby league for you? Um, to be honest, it's the um, the craziness of the sport. <laughs> I just think I love I love contact, and you know we're all we're all feisty, and it's a game where you can go out there and you can knock each other around on the pitch and then afterwards it's all sweet and you're all good mates. So I love that side of it. Where, where, does, where, does, that, where does that desire to knock people over come from? Um, I don't know. I think it's just, I don't know. We can, you know, us women, we can prove that we're, that we're tough as well and we grew up loving this sport and now that we've got the opportunity to showcase what we can do, like it's just, I just think it's, fun. Well, you, Knock someone over and then <laughs> so sorry, I'll see you after for a beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Hey mate, you played uh, Origin this year, but I understand that's the only time you'll be able to play Origin now that you've chosen to represent New Zealand. Yes, so I um that opportunity came up earlier in the year. Um you know, there was a couple of injuries in my spot and there was a opportunity to represent um, New South Wales and you know, I took it with both hands, and it was a really, really good experience. Um, but just getting that phone call from Rick, you know, I had some decisions to make because I can't, I now can't represent New South Wales again after I've committed to the Ferns. But um, I'm really content with my decision, and you know, this has been on my mind since I started playing league. So um, I'm pretty content with my decision, and like just playing that first game has just made me so happy because that I made the right choice. How, happy to be here. How hard are those Jillaroos? I mean, you know most of the Jillaroos, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, I've played with most of them. I've played sevens with a few of them, actually, and um, I've played league, you know, against them and with them. Um, but they're cool chicks. Are they? Uh, do you think the Kiwi Ferns are closer now on that showing from the first match in the Pacific Championship? I think so, yes. I think, um, you know, I've had these conversations with, with Tiana before as well, and, you know, the more girls that we get to try and represent their their culture and that side of them um it's just going to grow the game even bigger um and it's just one step closer for the kiwi ferns as well um and it's growing and you know for world cup in a few years time like it's only going to get better and the game's going to grow so yeah it's really exciting to see some of the girls representing their culture now and you know the game's getting really tight which it's cool to watch. Oh, it, it, it is it is superb to watch. I know Ricky's big on culture. How how have the camps been? Yeah, the camps have been good. Look, the girls are really, really welcoming. Um, it's such a good environment to be in and they always are. Um, I I debuted at um at Maldives this year as well for All Stars mm. and that was also like just a culture shock and it was just crazy to learn so much. You know, you can never stop learning and it's just very family orientated in this camp, and yeah, I'm loving it. Interesting, awesome. you, interesting. You you talk about it being a culture shock. So, for those that don't understand, uh, qualifying for the Maori All Stars, how did that come about? And and talk to me about the culture shock. I'm intrigued. So, like for me, I obviously grew up in Australia. Um, my grandfather, that's Maori, he passed away when I was in high school, and um, I sort of lost touch with that side of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, you know, I met some girls through through NRLW and they were like, you know, you Māori, come across. Um, we have a few people that can help you. Um, and then I connected back with family um, up north um, back here. And after I played, I went and visited everyone. And that week was just like crazy for me. You know, I, it, my brain was going <laughs> mental, just learning all these new things about me. And you sort of find 
you sort of lose your identity along the way. And when you play in those teams, you're forced out of your comfort zone and you, you know, you start learning about all these things you had no idea about and then you make connections. And I think that's just what brought me closer to the Ferns as well, what made it easier for me to jump across just because I knew how connected I felt to home. Um, so, yeah, but it is, it's different for the girls that haven't grown up, you know, in New Zealand and they're away from that culture side. It's very exciting do, that do, we get to reconnect. Yeah, yeah, which is fantastic. Does, your, does it give you a, a greater sense of being? Um, yeah, 100%. I Honestly, all growing up, I had no idea. You sort of lose your identity. Um, and then when you re, reconnect with, you know, that side of you, it's you feel a bit like you feel complete and I've got so much to learn still but I just I feel so complete being in these camps and um, yeah I just can't wait to keep learning. The NRLW is not a full-time gig so what are you doing outside of that? Um, I'm actually a construction worker so I work um, I work full-time in off-season um, as a construction worker and then in season they let me go part-time so I work three days a week and then I play footy on the side. Gee that's a tough game isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, it's. I work for a builder, so it's pretty. Um, it's a pretty cruisy job, but um, <laughs> it's good money, and <laughs> you know, we just do all the run the job sites. Um, but I love it. It's the same sort of culture as footy, to be honest. There's a lot of it's a very male dominated dominated industry, so I love um, I love being in that industry and you know, advocating for women and throwing some banter back, right? Yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> they won't mess with you. No, no, no. You have to make that clear. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Brooke, thanks for giving us your time today. The best of luck tomorrow. uh, And make sure that your good mate Tiana knows you're on the field. Oh, I will. Don't worry. Sounds good. (laughs) Thank you very much. Brooke Anderson, the uh, Sharks and Kiwi Ferns hooker, uh, featuring tomorrow, 3.45 is kickoff at Eden Park, the second game of the double header, triple header, excuse me, in the second week of the Pacific Championship. If you just want to know those teams as they line up for the Kiwi Ferns at fullback, Shanice Parker uh, on wing, Shale Robbins-Retti, centres, uh, Melly Hufanga. How good was Melly Hufanga last week against the Gillaroos? 171 metres and 17 tackle breaks. Her other centre partners, Abigail Roach. Then there's uh, Leanne Tufunga on the other wing. Tyler Nathan Wong will start at 5'8", with Racine McGregor, the skipper, at halfback. And at the front row, you've got Amaya Hill-Mawana. Then Brooke Anderson, who you've just been listening to at hooker. Angelina Teokaranga-Katoa is the other prop. Otessa Pule in the second row with Anessa Biddle and Georgia Hale. Very talented Titans lock. And it'll form a warrior lock too in uh, the 13 position. On the bench, it's Capri Paiko, uh, Nevada George, Amelia Pasikala, and Tiana Davidson. It's the first time they face up against uh, Tutonga. Uh, their fullback is Langi Vainu. Uh, their wing, uh, Lavinia Tohalaliku. And uh, the centres, it's China Polata and Litia Fusi. And on the other wing, it's Haley Hifo. Uh, the 5'8 is Cassie Tohihiku and Tiana Penatani. Good mate of Brooke Anderson. It was the skipper as well at halfback. And the propping department is Fola Vaki and Tegan Dimmock. And their hooker is Shirley Mailangi. And the second row is Amelia Mafi and Vanessa Foliaki. And their lock is Dani Perese. Their bench lines up as Jade Fonua, Natasha Pinatani, Ilyasane Tofa and Shannon Muru.
Big game tomorrow, game two of the triple header in the Pacific Championship at Eden Park. And I was just looking at uh, the crowds expected for the main game as well, and they will build. And there were 4,000 people at the Tour Samoa opening open practice this week 4,000 now Tonga are currently uh, setting themselves up for a test series against against England so one might suggest that there will be a lot of Tongans that was added to the immense amount the immense amount of Tour Samoa supporters for that main game which starts at 6pm tomorrow night all three games by the way are live on Sky Sport it's a 117.